Where do you hold the set? I don't. I don't, see I don't it. know. I don't see it on here. Hello. Oh, I just oh, there it goes. I'm re I'm <laughs> We're live. Yay! Hooray! All right. So, um, what were we gonna discuss today? Oh, we're gonna be discussing a few things. We're gonna be discussing Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I also wanted to talk about uh, people switching over from Mixer to Twitch, Twitch to YouTube, YouTube to Mixer. This little um. <laughs> just jumping platforms, basically. And uh, why people are doing it. Hey! I see friends coming in. Hello, my friends. Oh, hey, Dips. Guess what? Yeah? What? Check we we, we are uh, now live streaming on YouTube as well. Ooh. We're our, all of them. We hit them all up. Our, it's, it's not live streaming. It's a live uh, recording in front of a, uh internet studio <laughs> audience. <laughs> Live recording in front of an internet <laughs> studio audience. Correct. So, uh, some of the people who've been here, some of the people who've been here, uh, as I, as I yeah, randomly hold, click hold buttons, um, you guys already know who we are. I'm Bad Mark. That's Dibs. Yo, uh, what's up? Welcome back, my friends. But yeah, um, so yeah, the, uh, I don't know, what do you want to discuss first? The the switcheroo or the uh, 2077? I mean, both there's, are there's great topics. Yeah, there's a lot about both topics, really. Like, well, the general discussion about games and, and releasing too early, developers knowing um, when they should hold back, things like that. Well, I didn't, yes, yeah, so let's, let's, let's uh, dive deep into uh i guess with the cyberpunk and then that general idea yeah. um i guess my question because we we both seen the, the news and kind of briefly talked about it what do you think about it well i, I know a lot of people are upset because it's marca you want it when it's supposed to be released it was supposed to be released i think april 14th something like um, that yeah somewhere around somewhere around that timeline and uh, people need to understand that developers know best. And when you have a company or like a develop a development studio like CD Projekt Red, they have really high expectations for themselves, which is fantastic. They should. They've made fantastic games in the past, especially with the Witcher series. That was like their big entry into the gaming world. And that sets a really high bar on them, so it has to be a lot of pressure. I think they need. They should just take as much time as they need. If it needs to be delayed another year, I say go for it. If they're trying to perfect something, they're trying to debug it. They're trying to make it as viable and as good as possibly can be by launch. So let them. I know a lot of people, you know, upsets a lot of people because that's one of the big releases this year that a lot of people are uh, waiting for, excited for, and hoping on. But, you know, you look at games like Pokemon Sword and Shield, that got launched early. That was supposed to be like January or February. They launched that, I think, or like around November to hit those Christmas sales. And I just finished the game this week, and the end game is, I don't like it. I don't, they didn't change or update any of the mechanics. They did the raid system, the matchmaking's jacked. It's so hard to find other people to play raids with. 
and they just it's it just overly difficult to to group in that game for different aspects they try to put in that are new and unique and fun so matchmaking and the issues with matchmaking really put a hinder on that for me as far as just as far as that game goes there's other examples we can go over too right no i i i uh i agree there's um I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm bummed out with Cyberpunk being delayed, but at the same time, uh, internally, I am super excited for it because uh, too much in the gaming industry, they've been releasing the games too soon, too and there way was like way too many bugs. And then instead of like going through all the testers and so forth, the buyers ended up being the testers. Um, yeah, and that's a practice that needs to end. Like it's it's a crappy practice to put people through that where you spend like you you're shelling out really good money for these games. Like 50, 60, 65. I mean, the prices go up and up and up, especially when you get into these like collector editions. And then you get uh you, you know, like the different various various editions that they have. Like The Division 2 when it came out last year, they had like five editions of the game, like six or seven. It was so convoluted and crazy. Right. No, I mean, I think um, I could be wrong on this because I stopped playing it well, for this very reason. But um, PUBG was, well, horrible. <laughs> all, all the, all. I mean, you're you're going into a game and then all of a sudden the the buildings and stuff aren't even rendering or your parachute wouldn't open because of all these little bugs. And I'm like, this game has been out like over a, like a long time. And then I thought to myself. And you wonder why Fortnite is doing better than you. Yeah. So, well, I mean, but Fortnite's a constant evolution, too. I heard... Always, um, always working on it. I was reading as well is that... Uh, yeah. Soccer Mama said, uh, you lagged into the wall and got stuck right. Absolutely. But, um... No, uh, even the multiplayer, they were saying for the multiplayer for 2077 was actually delayed... Uh, to, like they don't even think it's going to be ready this year. Like it, maybe not even twenty twenty one. And that's fine. Let them have as much time as they need to. I'd say. Yeah. No. I I completely agree. They're with everything that they're trying to do in that game, and you looking um at the uh other games that they've developed. I would much rather them take their time. And uh, Try to make it masterpiece, like RPG. Not even, not even evolution or anything new in particular, but just different mechanics from other games. It might be interesting in their aspect or interesting in their gameplay. So I say I'm all about that. I'm all about trying to bump it up a notch. Right. Absolutely. Um. But you know what? There's also um. I think uh. I don't, I think there's only like one, one maybe two major game releases in this first quarter. I uh, know there's not much for 2020. It's kind of a slow, like a slow start for 2020, but I feel like it's gonna build up. Right. I mean, you like, still have. Um, I had to look at and double check, but apparently, uh, Watch Dogs is still slated to to release. Um, we have Animal Crossing, but there's like. Oh, I mean, I guess Final Fantasy took its spot to where it was going Final to Fantasy release. Remake. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's gonna be a bit. That's gonna be a big one. It's yeah. interesting too the way that's uh, that's being developed by Square Enix. Yeah. Then the reason it's interesting is because they're gonna be doing it in episodes. Oh yeah, that's right. Soccer Mama. Uh, th- there's gonna be Halo Infinite as well. That's gonna be another big one. Um, I'm really hoping they go back to like the Halo Three roots. That's what I want to see. Yeah, and like you know, there's there's certain games that just kind of define um your your moment as a gamer, where you just like look back and no matter what, you're like, yeah, I had some good memories with that one. And yes, uh, Halo Two and Three, absolutely. I don't know if I ever told you about that, about how uh, how I got started, uh, like gaming and everything, like actually yeah. like online multiplayer. It was a Halo three, uh, Halo two and three. It was two and then it went to three. But it was, uh, it was the same for me. I uh, no, I was working. Uh, it was one of I think it was my second job, and uh, my supervisor actually uh, used to find ways to get me out of work early so we could go <laughs> home and play Halo. <laughs> so, nice. um, GG. Yeah, he. Uh, and then it was like a part of a clan, and I I still remember all of them. Um, but yeah, uh, if they if they ever ever find this Hawkeye, I'm still here. I got you, buddy. We'll game again. Promise you. <laughs> Even though it's been like 15 years, I got Dang. you. <laughs> he got you. He got you. You hear yeah. that, Hawkeye? He got you. Well, then so. I mean, you look at games like look at the controversy with No Man's Sky. And you see that No Man's Sky was totally rushed for development. Oh yeah. And I don't. I just think of things like that, and I'm like, you know, I don't want another No Man's Sky. Like, you can hate on that game as much as you want. I heard it's in a fantastic game after they actually got everything up and running the way they want it to. Um, the main, my main, my main thing is I don't want the game to be bad. I want it to be good. So, like No Man's Sky, I wanted it to succeed. And like I, I waited because I was skeptical, and I was right to be skeptical because when it came out, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't buy that. Not like not in a mean way. I'm just like, wow, I avoided a bullet there because then I'd literally you anyone who bought the game had to wait for how long to get a a game that was up to par with like their expectations. Yeah. No, um... I think that's also well. It's also like another point to make as well. Is um, yo hobo, what's up? Uh, another point is the expectations these get- companies put on themselves and the developers and the studios. Mm. Like, No Man's Sky had an insane amount of pressure. Like, Sony was saying stuff, and then, like, No Man's Sky was just like, mm-hmm, what they said. Exactly <laughs> what they said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, they weren't, they weren't correcting them if Sony went out of line or vice versa. Like, they're just saying all sorts of stuff. They're like, yeah, it's going to have this, and you're going to be able to do this, and you're going to do that and the other. And as far as I can see from CD Projekt Red, there's been no serious expectations, which is really nice. It's really good to see that because I love going into a new franchise or a new series completely with, you know, no expectations. That's what I look forward to in Cyberpunk 2077. In fact, I was going to do a video as well this week. I'm going to do a YouTube video sometime this week on Streamerology. And it's going to be talking about uh, some of the things in Cyberpunk 2077 that we know and heard about. But that's so little. Right. There's um well with E three coming around, uh and Sony not attending E three again this year. Um there there's um 
there's a good chance we'll see more of it at E3. Probably. I'm still expecting CD Projekt Red to keep a tight lid on things. Right. So we don't actually know what's going on in the game. Right. So no, prob- they... prob- if they're able to do that and keep that, like, keep it, keep it that way, like, props to them because it's really hard to do, but it's also brilliant if you can pull it off, like, marketing wise. Yeah. No. Um. <clears throat> but you know, I was again reading some things on there. They were saying, um, it would be, this would be a good opportunity for Microsoft to capitalize on that. Oh, totally. And so, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for the C3 because we have all the, well, we have the next-gen consoles um, that are releasing this year. But at the same time, um, I was telling one of my, um, Sal and Cali, it's, Hobo Johnny. Yeah, Hobo Johnny asked, normally, "Where is E3? Sal in California, Staples Center." Yeah, but um, I was telling um someone that like I'm always excited for the E3s when we have like the next gen consoles, but at the same time, oh, yeah. I hate that year because there's usually no games because they're just waiting for the next gen. Yeah, so, which is really curious because. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to release on PS4 and Xbox One. And it's really curious because their game is slated for later in the year now. Which brings the question, are they going to just launch it on the new consoles? Or is it still on the old consoles? But they're already get, they already have pre-orders for the old consoles. And they've been in development for, I don't know, some odd years now for the old consoles. So interesting tidbit. Um, read another article that they're saying that... Um, Cyberpunk will be on the Xbox Game Pass. Hmm. Mm, that yeah, is that, yeah, that uh it was apparently a leaked one. But um well they they've done it with a few other ones and Microsoft right, is Johnny? They're, they're, that is crazy. They're trying to um like recapture their audience because uh last e3 they got uh well they they got dragged through the dirt and slaughtered and tossed out microsoft has just had a rough go like every e3 the past generation like the past i i feel like they're just trying to keep just keep up with sony and nintendo and they're finally starting to get their footing again well the what what kind of killed them was uh they were um ahead of it and i think i think sony did a a bold move i mean dirty move but it was bold um (laughs) smart business um whenever xbox or microsoft were talking about the um your pre-owned games and digital and so forth and how you wouldn't be able to and then sony came out it was like a 10 second video they're like how to share games with your friends and they just showed someone exchanging a a disc case you know i was like oh no (laughs) I was like, but then, you know, it was, it's true though. Like you look at everything we have now, everything, most of the things that we get are digital. So, I mean, it's it's true. They, they seen where it was going. I think they just jumped the gun a little too soon. Well, you also see that coming into place when you look at at companies like Limited Run. And if you, for anyone who doesn't know what Limited Run is, it's a company that uh, develops basically uh games they develop physical games so for example um i don't have one i don't know it's around here somewhere but i got a couple for nintendo switch where i got like celeste and i got 
I can't remember the other one. But they make exclusive uh, games that you can buy where there's a thousand copies only. And so for a limited time only, you can only get a, a hard, like a hard case. And it's it's from, it's officially licensed. So then they, they go to like Nintendo or PlayStation or Microsoft. They get these indie games or um, digital games onto the hard disk for collectors. So you're, like that, that's going to be, I think that's going to become more relevant. That's going to become more of a thing as well when we head into the future. People are going to be more of a collector uh, as games progress towards digital. So you start seeing uh, collector type stuff. Well, and you know, I do, I I do enjoy the uh, actual hard copies because of just the art, and then you have it there. Um, but then at the same time, I I actually kind of really appreciate the the fact that I can just turn on the Xbox and get going on the gaming. So, oh no, to- totally, like digital digital is for gameplay. I think collectors is just exactly what it is. Collectors, you're not going to open those up. You're not going to play those. But you know, like with, more. with that um, with that article or that leak about Cyberpunk coming out to Game Pass, and now they're now it's delayed. What if they? What if it was true? Just think about this. What if? What if they decided? You know what? Yeah, Xbox or not Xbox, but Microsoft paid a little bit of extra money. Says, hey, look, let's bring it back out to the the Game Pass, but we'll also make uh, make it available so they can do it on the um on the pc as well oh that is actually really clever that would that would be i mean uh, people are like wait i don't have to pay this amount of money for this and i get it on game pass not only does it like boost up the people playing cyberpunk but also boosts up the uh people signing up for the game pass and it's good uh, for everyone yeah i'm i'm so i read that and i was like oh, that's interesting i don't i don't i wouldn't put it past uh microsoft from doing something like that just um because they're trying to recapitalize that's the reason why they what they uh bought up like 13 or 14 game studios in the past like year or two that's a problem is like the past generation they haven't committed to any of the exclusives they're getting uh or any of the exclusive titles which always kills me because i saw some really cool looking games in production that just never saw fruition which it's a buzzkill for the studios that develop them because they just spent five years or like, you know, some odd amount of years working on something that does nothing. They don't get any, they don't see their project in the end, which sucks. You know, it hurts, it hurts the studio, it hurts the developers. It just hurts everyone all around because it could have been an amazing product. Now, speaking of like big moves on Microsoft's part, I had this crazy wild idea. So what if Mixer started making exclusive content or gear that you can only get by I don't know, watching Mixer. Because hmm. I was thinking about that. I'm like, how cool would it be like, if you had a Mixer set of like Spartan armor in Halo Infinite that you could only get by going to Mixer? Well, or things um, of that nature and kind of take advantage. Because like Twitch already kind of does that, like right. Twitch and Amazon. And I'm like, but Microsoft already has everything in place to do that with their own IPs and everything. You know, so I'm I'm going through. I was pulling up that article again just to to make uh to make sure that I was uh reading it correctly. Oh, for the uh, Game Pass leak. Yeah, right. They um they 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 pointed out that uh Gears Five was um uh, released. Uh, it was like the, uh the same day on the Game Pass as it when it launched, yeah, and it was a it huge was. success. And then they said um. To also take note that uh, The Witcher 3 is currently on Game Pass. 
Hmm. Oh, oh, I see. I uh, see. Oh, sneaky business deals. Yeah, no, they they said that it oh, was right. actually a huge success, and so I'm sitting here thinking, I was like, what if, what if Gears Five was nothing more than a trial run to see if it would actually benefit? Uh, I mean, because you have all your in-game currency and so forth that you're going to be doing. I bet you it was a strategic pick too. It had to be a strategic pick, where it wasn't as huge as Halo, but like Gears still has a really solid like fan base. They still have a really solid following. And that, that's actually the perfect game to try something like that on. Hobo Johnny says, so basically people are probably buying Game Pass because of the games. Um, I will tell you, yes. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I completely, when they did their little trial thing of the $1 or $2 for the uh, like ultimate, and um, you can get the PC side of certain games as well. I was like, that's an easy sell. They're basically becoming like the Netflix of gaming. Right, and, it from that perspective. I mean, um, for for uh, you youngins out there that may not know, we used to have this thing called GameFly. <laughs> it still exists. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> still out there somewhere doing God knows what. I don't know. But um, but no, I mean that was like one of the you know the benefits uh to it is you can constantly get different games and even myself. I'm like, I mean, I signed up for it. Uh, for oh, the, I use it for a time for the game pass, and I was like, "There's a lot of different games that I've oh, been I in there." About Gamefly, I was like, so, "I use Gamefly for a time." I mean, for like X amount of dollars a month, you have access to like a big, you know, category, and they're starting to put like more and more newer games out there. Like, we'll do the um, math on it though. It's like fifteen a month, right? Something like that, or they have their old promos. Like whenever I did it, um, I haven't. Yeah, like I've had Xbox Game Pass. I think I've I've paid like I've used it for like the past six months I think now almost fifteen months. I think I've only paid. Yeah. So let let me uh um for for the people who don't know who haven't signed up for it there is a trick that if you um if you haven't signed up for Game Pass um if you have like a year subscription to Xbox Live upgrade to the the game pass ultimate or whatnot for i think it was like two dollars and then it will run it will run to the length of that um of your xbox live so like just put it this way i had a three month um yeah i had a three month and and then i seen the trick and i was like well then i'll go ahead and buy your subscription and then um i upgraded to the game pass ultimate so then i was like cool now i've got 15 months of xbox live and game pass Game Pass was like two dollars. As like, and then here's an added bonus to it. Now they had the uh, you get Discord Nitro, Spotify, and something else. Well, when you sign up for the Discord Nitro, you get gifted another three months of the Game Pass. Oh, nice, Johnny. So it's so, it's so nice. It's such a good gift. Yeah, it, it's like I was like done. Because I think I think it's like the price of like two or three brand new games like per year. Right. If you get like if you depending on how many games that Xbox or Microsoft can get on that platform, like get on their um Game Pass, that's definitely gonna bring up the value a ton. Like I didn't I I didn't buy Gears Five. I still have Game Pass though, and I can still I still have access to Gears Five. I can still play it. So um you you know you were talking about the uh the mixer exclusives and so forth, um and because Twitch is already doing that. And then you know, even if they 
like I said, they integrated a lot of their mixed play stuff into it, um, where you could do certain things um, in the game, like right. as an audience. And I know they have things like that for Smite. They have currency for Smite and Forza. But right. I'm talking about just just bumping it up a level further. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but like as you know, um, being able to drop items or whatnot, the audience being able to actually drop items or help them or hinder them, um, I, I it would be good. But that kind of starts uh, transferring us over to our other other subject, the old switcheroo that streamers are doing right now. Switch, so. switch to who? The switcheroo. Were you yeah, gonna right? go? The switcheroo. People going from Mixer to Twitch and Twitch to Mixer and Mixer to YouTube you know. and YouTube to DLive and God knows where. There's so many different platforms. Yeah, the switch, Twitch, switch, Twitch, switch, Mixer, switch. Twixer. Jump. Yeah, Twixer. You jump, jump to Mixer. Jump from Mixer to YouTube, YouTube to Twitch, Twitch to DLive, back to Mixer. So. I think anyone who is sitting there going, I guess, following the crowd for one, if they are doing that. There's, or, there's a whole like multitude of layers to this. Yeah. Or, so um, perspectives. or if they're just like, uh, I'm not making it on here. Uh, I need to, you know, switch to Twitch. You're, you're damaging yourself. You're, you're damaging your brand. Um, it's showing that, in my opinion, it's showing that you don't have confidence in your own uh, content creation. Unless, unless you're doing it for a different reason. So, I mean, if you're doing it for views, no, I, I, I would agree. Like, that's not, that's not the way to go. You're not going to make money or get more views. Because whatever you're not doing on Mixer is going to transfer over to Twitch or YouTube or whatever. And it's going to be the same problem. It's not, you're not going to find growth or you're not going to find that community you're trying to develop. And so wherever you go, it's just carrying the problems along with you unless you fix those problems and uh, sort those out first. Now, I will say, if, if you have a fundamental difference of opinion in a platform or you're having technical issues in a platform, those are valid reasons. If you've been dealing with stuff for like three, four, five years. So a lot of people on Twitch's side of things don't like how they don't enforce the rules evenly. Um, I like that lady, lady throwing her cat. God. I don't know. I know her name. I don't want to say it. I don't want to give it power. It's like saying, it's like saying Lord Voldemort's name. You don't want to give it power. You just said it. Shame on you. That was Voldemort, though. I didn't say the streamer's name. The streamer who shall not be named. Uh, Hobo Johnny <laughs> says, well, there's people that feel growth is stagnant, especially with the 24-7 channels, which are getting banned. Uh, yeah. and view oh, there's body. view botting going on right now. Like, I was browsing streams before we started uh, the podcast. I There's view botting going on right now. And I was like, what in the hell? I'm like, well, someone hey, with the blueberry logo got 130 viewers, and I'm like... Well, guys, guess what? Let me tell you on a little secret. It happens on every single streaming platform. Oh, it's going to happen on every, all of them. There, there's, it is starting to happen on here. I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, one big name streamer who said it feels like Mixer is in the Stone Ages of, like, streaming... it. I'd have to say it's true because a lot of people they're like, well, you have um, you have view botting happening on here. Well, it's been happening on Twitch for a while, or you know the the follow for follow, which is an old the 
thing. You that's an old do Twitch. It. That's an old thing. Like I don't know the full history of it, but I will say, pretty sure it came from people trying to get affiliate ship on right. Twitch. One of the main things. Yeah. No. It. it, it Hobo Johnny. Um. The the with that video of that was it root yes um but there's a lot of things that were true um but i at the same time i appreciate oh, it because I, um, I know uh oh go ahead oh sorry um oh sorry i, I missed soccer mama's thing uh sorry yeah, there was, was a I was video about to respond to soccer mama's thing here yeah. so for those who don't know there's a video going circulating around on twitch where a streamer, a partnered streamer on Twitch, and I completely forget her name, never been in her streams, no clue who she is. Uh, but she, they, they took a clip of her going off at her chat for not subbing. Like, she was just like, you have time to spend in here, but you can't spend $5 to sub to me. You guys get all this free content, but you can't sub to me for $5 a month. Now, there's one thing I, I, I want to point out, is she can say whatever she wants. And also, that was only like, I don't know, like a 30-second clip. I don't know what she said before that, and I don't know what she said after that. So as far as I'm concerned, anything in this day and age, when you see things like that, you have to start thinking. We need to start thinking. Uh, there's no context behind this or before this. So what you see is what you get. You don't know where the conversation was. You don't know where the conversation was going. You don't know if she was making fun of someone or critiquing someone else. Uh, so I didn't want to say that. I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know how the rest of the stream went before she said those things. I just, like, I guess, um, <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I just wanted to be fair and say that maybe she's not like that. Maybe something happened in chat that brought along that dialogue. All right. I'm saying is it, it, when you Part take snippets like that, you can make anyone sound like anything. You can take a snippet from the streamerology and make me sound like a total D-bag. Or no, you um, do it just right. Or she got debated. Yeah, that too. Yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, if you want to take something out of streamerology and clip it, and then like you know, in quote expose us and throw it on Twitter and try to make us look bad, be my guest. Do it. We'll, we'll take the publicity, <laughs> and and then and then we'll uh, we'll set the record straight. Exposed. But no, I've been looking um, at my exposedness. So. Um, Again, everybody who uh, who was here um, watching this uh, live as we're recording this, uh, you can find the VOD on YouTube. You can also uh, do a recap and listen to us. Um, oh, we're on, on basically, Spotify or Heart Radio, Apple iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, and Anchor FM. Yeah, that's um, Dibs takes care of all the uh, all that stuff. So. Um, oh, we on the podcast. This is this is my most favorite one. We need to work on a lot of those uh, commands. So for those who are listening who might not know, we have commands in our chat when we live stream. I don't know about Twitch because I'm not on the Twitch side. Uh, YouTube is new. We're doing the live YouTube thing today, our first time doing that. But on the Mixer side of things, I'm pretty familiar with Mixer because I, I stream on Mixer. And um, yeah, I got a chair command in here. Hashtag lower the chair. Well, that's, that's the great thing is... Uh... We're we're restreaming to uh, Twitch and YouTube uh, and everything because we're we're not an exclusive um, like web show no, or anything. Is, 
Yeah, this is to get the this is to get people talking. This is to get people informed. This is to entertain, inform, and um, get some gaming news out there. But to to show you on how diverse we are, um, I I didn't get to talk to Dibs about this, but next week, uh, we're going to have a Twitch partner here that we get to oh, interview. Yes. So if you guys uh want to like ask uh questions on like twitch partnership and so forth someone who's uh been on that grind for i think it was like a year or two uh he finally got his uh verification and everything else he's going to be on here we'll get to pick his brain a little bit um and gain his perspective on things so um right so yeah you gotta you gotta see like if you're only on mixer which i know a lot of people on our little mixer side here are you get a perspective from someone on twitch Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta hear and see from the other side about yep, what's going absolutely. on, what it's like. That's that's what we're that's what we're aiming here with uh, streamerology is we're we're having discussions about things in the streaming world. Uh, if you go back and listen to the first three episodes, we've talked anywhere between uh, companies starting to dip into uh, live streaming and advertising to uh, what was it discoverability to what it's like to grind as a, as a partner and someone who is going for partner. Uh, we, like I said, we try to really get deep in these uh, conversations so that people who are in it, maybe get a gain a new perspective or if they're thinking about it, they can. I mean, I think the very first episode um, I was asked, what would I tell people if they, uh, to the ones who are wanting to start streaming, and I just flat out said, "Don't." Yeah, no, but you I have to go see agree. the first episode to find out exactly yeah. why. You have to go watch the first episode, but I completely agree at this point. I'm like, "Don't stream, don't do it." <laughs> well, it's yeah. Epi- well, I uh, just got whispered that we uh, got the title wrong on there. That's fine. Uh oh. That's fine. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, look, th- look, this is, look, we, Damn it. Damn it. Oh, in well. the, uh, with the, uh, with the web show and everything, well, uh, in our last episode, we're talking about if, uh, we started doing more live things, uh, like episodes, kind of like networks do, you know, what the, uh, the, the game changer that would be. And just, just as a little sneak, sneak peek, I, we do plan on doing something like that together in the near future. Yeah. And uh, we'll actually have, maybe not. Well, we might have some more people in with it to help us run, uh, you know, the production side so they can uh, help us count and make sure everything is in order. (laughs) That'd be good too. We're just the entertainers. You can be the mathematician. There you go. Four, four is a damn hard number. Learn the ABC. Um, mm -mm, can't do that. Sorry. What asking so much of us, Hobo Johnny? Um, so, um, but yeah, so the entire like switch route. Um, if you think that the viewer number uh, or your growth is stagnant on Mixer, you're in for a world of shock on Twitch. It is way more saturated over there. Um, we discussed this in our other episodes. Is because no platform has a true discoverability thing, you need to do something that has a discoverability. Whether you're using Instagram or Twitter to its full potential, or you know, make some things on YouTube. But for a 
I mean, look at you look at all the different discoverability platforms and tools that you have in your own toolkit. When you're just streaming and you only stream and rely on streaming, host, networking, you're only you're using a hammer to fix a to fix an engine. You have an entire toolkit. You're right. just sitting there hammering at the engine block. You could be using a wrench. You could be using pliers. You God, you could be using all sorts of things. You th- th- there's so much unlimited potential between Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. YouTube, my God, you could probably even use one of the dating apps. Here, you go um, like, hey, watch me live stream. Swipe right. G- give you a heads up. Um, you can clip this audio that what I'm about to say or the video. Go back and watch the vod. Um, if you're a streamer, more or less a partner streamer, and you're making YouTube videos and you're complaining about their growth, and then you're saying, "But I have my YouTube." Look, if you're making your YouTube about one game and then complaining that people aren't watching you play the other games. It's like McDonald's trying to sell tacos. It's not going to work, homie. There's no bite fault but your own. So, uh, be better. Stop complaining. So, oh, and it's totally fair. I mean, on my little YouTube journey, I'm still really young on my YouTube journey. And um, so far, from all the experimentation I've done, which I highly recommend you do, you got to try out. You got to try different things out. I'm finding that I'm making lore videos. Lore videos. My oh well, I, apparently he's got some background noise going on. I'm just I'm yeah, looking oh, no, at his I, face. I totally do. I was like just <laughs> waiting for the background noise to pass. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Welcome to the le- welcome to the live recording. Welcome to the live live audience recording of Streamerology. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. You got to do a different experimentations. You got to find what works for you on YouTube. And my lore videos, <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to do. Damn it. Can we cover that? Can we edit that out so no one sees that? I don't want anyone to know that I'm farting during the live audience broadcast. Dibs getting exposed over here. Damn it, Obu Johnny. It smells like popcorn too, by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad we're not filming this in the, like, you know, across from each other. I like, oh. No, but you, like, I found out that my lore videos are really good for a beginner YouTube channel. Yeah, just like the episode of South Park. But my lore videos, I did a, a Diablo lore video, and I had a, like, I didn't even have a microphone yet when I made this video. I just had my HyperX headset, so the sound quality wasn't up to par. And it got like almost 40 views for a YouTube, just a random YouTube video where I have barely like 20 subscribers. And uh, that was on my old channel. I've made a new channel since then. For certain reasons, I'll talk about later if you're that curious. But on the new YouTube channel, um, I'm going to start trying to do more lore-oriented videos and updates on my channel and my stream. But what I discovered was that people really enjoy just hearing me talk about lore. I'm talking about Diablo 3 Lord going into the new Diablo game coming out soon. Talking about the Mandalorian and Star Wars. And I'll probably also be making a video this week talking about more Star Wars lore. I want to talk about what I predict for Star Wars, the franchise, and the Mandalorian. But you got to experiment with these things, and you can't just keep putting out the same content over and over and over. It's going to be like what Bad Merc says as well. You're going to get people that come there for a specific type of content. So that person who put themselves in that situation will have to start from scratch, essentially, 
by creating new types of videos and they're going to lose a lot of their subscribers or you know their subscribers will stop watching because they're trying to do new content instead of doing that one game that they all expect to see yeah i, I don't know i just think the the people who are saying oh i'm going to switch over to twitch uh, because i'm like remind yourself of the reason why you started streaming on one platform to begin with um, even even your biggest names out there, your head honchos, will say that there's the pros and cons to every single one of them. And surprisingly, a lot of people will say that it's actually good to stream on to Mixer and so forth if you have a brand friendly, um, brand friendly content. So here's but, the only time you should use restream, honestly. Like if you're doing something like what we're trying to do, um, because we're not we're not here to get like followers etc we're here to just try to entertain people we're here to try to build a community you guys aren't followers you're part of streamerology when you come in here and on top of that like we're trying to reach as many people as we can and get kind of a, a cross cross thinking here so people are just like well that platform's stupid we're trying to give you insight into each of these different platforms so you can understand youtube you can understand twitch you can understand mixer this comes from the perspective of people who have helped partners on mixer grow as well mm-hmm uh, Bad Merc has helped partners on this channel grow. I mod for several partners. So, like, we, we're, while we may not be, like, getting a 1,000 views ourselves, we help really successful people stay successful. So we are still in the trenches, even though you might not see our faces. We're in the background, in the back of the scenes, working things out, helping these people be successful. Right. And that's, that's the other thing is every every successful streamer has a team behind them, whether they want to admit uh-huh. it or not. They have a team behind them. Always. Um, a lot of your people will, um, again, a lot of your head honchos will, not head honchos, sorry. A lot of your big name streamers. We can call them goats. They're just they, goats. <laughs> they will actually tell you that um, that there's a like a team between like their modders to uh, your the people saying, hey, this is probably something you should cover this week or um all kind of different things like that. I mean, that's the reason why I can't get the uh, episode, you know, title correctly. So, because it's just it's, it's a two man show progress. right now. Yeah. But no, there there is a lot of bias though, Johnny, and I, I think that's part of our goal for streamerology is to help people realize the pros and and cons and let them know you can still like I we still support people on other platforms. We want them to know that like you shouldn't stand behind a platform. You should be. Uh, you should stand behind people as content creators and you should learn from them regardless of where they're at, where, you know, where they come from. Right. But I mean, that's the thing though, is it's not mixers or twitches or D lives or caffeine or smash job to pull in viewers. It's the content creators job to do so. Yeah. You have to, you have to get people to come in here. Oh, so gosh, it's, gosh, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, like, let's, let's, let's do an analogy because I love analogies. Oh, Imagine a big corporation broadcast channel. Yeah, I'm imagining it. They don't, they don't do the advertisement for their shows. The shows do the advertisements. They do the clip itself. But they, they say, hey, this is something that should grab people. And then they start doing all the ads and everything else. Streamerology, we just want to we just want to pull people in and have conversations and gain perspectives and everything else. But we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we've made TikToks, we've 
I, I'm, I unfortunately, I think our Twitter ha- is our Twitter and Instagram are more popular than any of our uh, streaming ones. But we sit there, we are constantly engaging with people, um, with like on every single social media platform. So, hey, okay, baby Yoda, that's my new response for that. So, I mean, I don't know. Just don't, baby Yoda. don't. Don't sit there and complain about certain things and then say, Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get so much better if I go over here. You're you're damaging your own brand. I mean I will say there are people there are people who've done it for their own reasons, which are perfectly valid. Um, like I said before, uh Twitch violating terms of service or like Twitch enforcing terms of service rather. When when they don't enforce terms of service evenly that upsets people it scares people and it worries people that's a valid reason to leave a platform now on the other side uh mixer sometimes has issues with stability and there's people upset at that and i mean i think if if they've gone through it long enough etc cetera, etc cetera, um you you, you kind of get where i'm going at with this there are valid reasons and there's reasons that are not so valid Right. Well, John, uh, Hobo Johnny says uh, you can switch platforms without it being a reason. Yeah, absolutely. But oh, no, every totally. every action has a reason it behind it. Yeah. And like, so. if you're new to streaming, use Restream. If you're new to streaming, you can use Restream and see the difference yourself. Or you can stream on each platform individually. Try streaming one week on this platform, one week on another platform, and try it out and learn and get the feel and the vibe for yourself. What I will say is don't use Restream hoping to get a bunch of views on each platform. Um, the reason why is it makes people look desperate. It it makes people look like they're just dying for discoverability. And it also tells people like, hey, this person really wants attention. They're like on five different platforms live at the same time. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I could I could argue with that one a little bit. Yeah, yeah you could. I don't know if I Anyone want to. Could. But I could I could argue with that. I mean, because there's a lot of aspects I do agree with it, and there's other ones. If you use restream correctly, correctly, it's not like going to damage like, you. We're doing a valid use of restream. And well, then there's there's use. also one of my one of my good friends. He he has a lot of subscribers on YouTube, um, and he restreams. Um, he restreams to YouTube, but he you know he tells people you know it's like I I could see YouTube. The only reason why is like it's it makes things easier because the video just stays there. Like once you're done streaming, it's there. Right. Bada bing, bada boom. Right. No, it's it's completely it's completely true, uh, Hobo Johnny. Uh trying to be popular on five platforms is hard to keep up. Yeah, right. Um but oh, that's yeah, you have like thirty different chats. Oh, that's the reason why that's the reason why you have Discord, so you can pull every single one of them in there. <laughs> Re- restream allows you to do like thirty two platforms at the same time or something wild like that. Yeah. Could you imagine 32 platforms at the same time? But oh, um, we got a we got a Skyper in here. Oh no. Okay, boomer. Exposing IPs everywhere. <laughs> MSN Live. Oh. Oh. Oh, I thought they were gonna say aim or something. Okay, well, instant messenger. <laughs> You're showing your age again, Dibs. Uh oh. Let me cover that up. And so, um, usually towards the end of our um of our uh live show and so forth we 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 tried to really uh 
get the questions in from our uh, our chatters and whatnot. And if you want to, if you if you've made it this far into our uh, our show here, uh, listening off of Spotify or our Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast, uh, join us at four p.m. Mountain Time uh, on either Twitch Mondays. or Mixer. Yeah, yeah Mondays four p.m. Mountain Time. That's another thing I thought of today is I need to start adding those to the podcast so you guys will get links in the description for the podcast, for our Twitch, for uh, our Mixer, for our YouTube. That's something that's my fault. Sorry, guys. I'm going to link that. For hey, we're, we're still we are still new to this uh, this podcast game, but um, our web show web show turned podcast. I webcast. Yeah, yeah, webcast. Uh, uh. But we anyways we try to ask you know answer any questions or I mean yeah oh well Johnny says okay. forgive the boomers it takes them longer to do things okay, okay Zoomer <laughs> stream pods that sounds like a laundry Pod stream look stream only look stream pods are only for that generation Z who uh, who will get confused with the Tide pods okay. Yeah, that's you can't eat that, Johnny. That's not you can't put that in your mouth. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Sucker mom's <laughs> like, ooh, snacks. <laughs> oh my god. Get... So let, let me ask you guys this. Uh the the ones who were uh here uh in our audience. Um what games are you gonna looking forward to with uh this this coming up year? Um I know Sucker Mama says Halo Infinite. What are some other games that you know about that you're like super excited for? Oh, Johnny says I'm not an RPG player, but Cyberpunk, right? That's that's oh, the really? funny thing about it is even the Obo RPG Johnny. or the non RPG fans are excited for Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, well, Soccer Mama asked what exactly. Roblox too. Soccer Mama asked what exactly is Cyberpunk dibs? What is Cyberpunk? What, what is Cyberpunk? So Soccer Mama. Cyberpunk 2077 is a futuristic role-playing game. It's going to be an FPS uh, slash role-playing game. In, in the same idea that The Witcher was a third-person hack-and-slash, you're going to get the uh, first-person shooter role-playing game. So in a sense, I, 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 don't wanna, I don't wanna do this, but if I had to do a comparison, if you twisted my arm and you, you broke my knee, and you put my life in danger, and you're like, you have to answer this right now, I would compare it to Borderlands if I had to, if you forced me to. If you, if you put me physically in danger and hurt me, I'd be like, okay, I'll tell you what it's like. It sounds like Borderlands, which uh, Borderlands, again, is a first-person shooter with different classes, different trees, different abilities in the sense of it's like an RPG. Now, the thing to note about Borderlands is Borderlands is a first-person shooter first and an RPG second. To us where I feel like I, I, I could totally be wrong on all of this, but Cyberpunk 2077 totally feels like or looks like it'll be an RPG first and a shooter second. So Hobo Johnny says, uh, you'd like to see some more multiplayer horror games. Oh, Dying Light 2 is coming out. Well, there's there's so there's actually a um there there's actually a couple of those uh multiplayer horror games on PC. Uh, there's some of them that, uh, it's like a one v one, and you're like trying to scare each other by setting up traps and so forth. Um, and then there's other ones where you're all in this 
I, I guess, in this environment. And uh, you're trying to find out who the killer is, but I, I have to find it. I, I've got it. I have it saved up in my uh, in the wish list. Um, Robo Johnny says you'd like to see them more on console. I would agree, but unfortunately, the horror games are uh, they're just they're, they're just not there. Miss, really, that's hit or miss with them. And then when you do get one that comes out, if it's successful, it's like a cult following. The same that you would see like the classic B movies. Like well, Bruce Campbell has cult followings. To answer so, Mama DC's question. What was your question? I Oh, so if you had if you have never heard of Cyberpunk, what would you play leading up to it to prepare for it? I would say the Witcher series. And you don't need to play one or two. I would just jump into Witcher Three, especially if you have Game Pass. Jump in there and check it out. Um what I would say is you're in there for the role playing, you're in there for the story, you're in there for the different characters and the character development and controlling Geralt and just kind of creating your own adventure. Um, the, the combat mechanics, like everything in the Witcher three is really smooth, by the way, if you've never played it, like I've never had any issues playing it and I'm probably going to start playing it again here real soon. Cause I want to, I want to start a new game. It's on Xbox. We'll try it on Xbox Cause I have it on PS4, but, uh, I would say that's a good way to look at it is you get into this new world monsters and you're a monster hunter and so when you you compare the end like just look at the depth of the story and check that out and that's what you can expect from cyberpunk is to be a futuristic kind of a gritty underworld crime syndicate looking game because um, essentially what you are in the game the, the very little information we do have is you're a hacker and the entire city is called night city everything's on a grid and you're a hacker you can hack anything on the grid so there's multiple aspects and, and different elements of play coming in where some of it reminds me of Watch Dogs. So some people have compared it to Watch Dogs. I think the RPG first-person shooter elements are going to be a, the closest thing I can compare that to would probably be Borderlands. There's going to be... It's, 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 it's just exciting because we don't know what it's going to be like, and there's so many different aspects to it. Like me just trying to think and comprehend what games to compare it to. I don't know what to compare it to because there's so many different mechanics and aspects that they're bringing into it. Right. That's no, what makes um, it so exciting. Oh, Johnny, I'm I'm all about Watch Dogs. I actually need to finish up the second one. Um, so the first one, I was, I, I was really excited because it was something different. Second one, I was like, okay, but I they they kind of dropped the ball on it a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with the third one. There, there hasn't been a lot of information out on it. Oh, um, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're kind of towards the end, but, uh, there was also a leak about Assassin's Creed being, uh, Viking Assassin's Creed oh. Ragnarok. Hell yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm for excited that. for that one. So we'll I'm find out. That. So, I mean, I, I want to play the Greek one. I still have to do like the Greek, uh, Odyssey one. But I'm down for I'll get a Viking one. Mrs. Merck just appeared in chat. I said Assassin's oh, Creed. She's like, you rang? Mrs. Merck is a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Like she, she can tell you just about everything that happens in it. Nice. So it makes a, uh, hey, Ubisoft, uh, thank you for releasing those, you know, towards Christmas time because it makes Christmas buying stuff uh, a lot easier. Oh, oh, we got some merch hype. Oh, merch hype. Lower the chair. <laughs> hashtag or exclamation point chair in chat please 
So um, anyone who is listening, uh, you can find exclusive um, Streamerology merch on NPC Limited. That's npclimitd.com. Um, uh, I'll of that, also link that in the description as well for you guys. There is a um, podcast and YouTube. But every every order from the that is bought uh, from the Streamerology, fifty uh, percent of the profits go to a charity of the Dibs uh, community decides upon. So, oh yeah, I've so far we have use code years has dropped like four suggestions in my Discord, and if you guys um, want to come check that out, uh, come come join the Dibs Dib stream. I'll probably uh, I can copy pasta over to the Streamerology Discord as well, so you can follow us on our Discord, and then like we can all vote together. I think that's a fantastic idea, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell you right now too. Let me take a look. Let me let me take a look so I can tell you what we got. So oh, hold on. Um, that was something because um, like I I run NPC Limited, uh, but Dibs what he does is he's aiming to create a uh non for profit uh charity channel stream. Um, yeah. So what we want to do is build a community that chooses what nonprofits to support for a month, what we can bring awareness to as a group, and we can set goals for donations each month. And I wanted to I wanted to build a stream around that just just off good vibes and positiveness. I want you guys to drain that negative energy when you watch dibs, and um, just charge your batteries up again because the world is whack. Like it can be pretty whack sometimes. I wanted to create somewhere that just gives you the good vibes, makes you feel good, makes everyone feel good working together as a team. Um, so, so here's here's a handful of suggestions we got from use code years. We have able gamers. Um, Gamers Outreach, Stack Up, Extra Life, and also we also got um, one for the Children's Hospital as well. Yeah, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. So there's five choices in there just by use code years. Very um, nice. Yeah, like if you if you all are interested in there, uh, there's a Saint. He's six. There's six in here. There's also one for Saint Jude's as well. So if you guys are curious, if you're interested, I will post those in Streamerology as well. And the Discord, you can check out both Discords, and we can put the votes together, and we can choose something for our first month. So just just think of that. Um, we we announced it. Uh, I surprised Dibs with that last week uh, on the show. I was so tired, I didn't know how to react. I just my <laughs> eyes got big. But uh, I decided uh, to kind of help him out with that. That you know, uh, any profit made from the streamerology stuff, or half of the profit, I should say, um, would go to the the charity of uh, his community's choosing. So when you buy a Streamerology uh, collection merch or whatnot, you are actually getting to support three things at once. So when you get one item and you support three things, so you're you're helping Streamerology, you're helping the charity, and you're helping Dibs uh, chase his goals. So it's... Which is very awesome. That's very awesome. So, I mean, it's... And you get a cool shirt. So... um. That's like a quadruple win. It's win, 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 win. How often in life do you get a win, 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 win? I'm, I'm wait. I, I, I was hoping to have some kind of smart aleck remark on that, but I've got nothing. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we are, uh, we are kind of towards the end of our show. Um, we wanted to say thank you to Hobo Johnny coming in here. Um, chit-chatting with us soccer mama as always and thank you for buying that shirt 
Um, Thank you guys for your support. We're small now, but we're going to keep on keeping on. And we hope to build a wonderful community um, all around for our YouTube, our Discords, my channel, Mark's channel. Yep, absolutely. Uh, like I said, uh, if you if you want to follow us on uh, any of our social medias, just type in Streamerology onto it. Um, we're just about on every single thing now. And don't, um, don't hesitate to come to us with any technical questions, any questions about streaming, life in general. Some There's people in my community that I talk to if they're having a rough go at life. You can come always find us at these places. And uh, our YouTube as well, we have different videos on there as well. Um, we're, we're doing the editing, um, making sure we're blurring out uh, sensitive information, but... Uh, last week, I discussed how my coworker slash editor was challenging me on being able to find him, like all of his information on the internet. Um, I found. Come watch, come watch our video where uh, a police officer gets swatted. Legit, he he gets swatted, but uh, I actually ended up finding his old MySpace stuff. So that was it. Was actually really fun because I. What's Tom doing? So he. Tom's uh, still around. Yep, I I did. I swatted him, but it's recorded. So, um, I had to I had the help of uh some buddies to do so. But yep, um, you have to yep you have to uh, go to our YouTube and watch that video because you will only find it there. Don't but, forget, um, guys. I'm gonna try to upload some more videos this week too. So I'm gonna start doing some uh, content about games. I'm gonna do more lore videos on my YouTube. Streamerology is gonna get all the fun stuff though. We're going to talk about games. We're going to talk about all sorts of cool stuff. So come check it out. Be ready for... I'm going to try to do... Well, I guess we. We're a team. We're going to try to do at least... I want to... We. I keep saying I. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so we want to do at least two to three videos a week on our YouTube for all of you. And uh, hopefully, let us know. Give us your feedback. We're going to try to start making content for you guys. You know, some... some um that we could do is uh once we get um more people in or maybe maybe we'll pick, make a post on instagram or uh twitter maybe we can go in and kind of do an audit on someone's uh streaming channel stuff and what their if socials any, yeah. if anyone if anyone wants that as well feel free to reach out to us like i said we both have we both work with uh partnered streamers we've helped partnered streamers be successful continue to be successful we know what to look for and we know um how those things work so you know feel free to let us know well anyway you guys um be sure to find us on your social media uh platforms just type in streamerology and uh if you missed the uh the video you can find us on youtube or we will have it uh audio uploaded up onto wherever you find your favorite podcast at um you can find us live again on 4 p.m mondays mountain time mondays 4 p.m mountain time um on mixer twitch or now uh streaming live on to youtube uh come in and ask us some questions have some discussions with us um let's let's get different perspectives on things anyways guys uh i'm bad merc I, I will see you guys next time. Um, 
soccer mom says we don't we don't bite too hard and again thank you to everyone who's been in here watching and chit-chatting with us we'll see you next monday 4 p.m mountain time later guys